0: And welcome to the first ever episode of Have Another Cuppa. My name is Daisy Williams and I am your host. I'm so excited. My first guest is the brilliant Tom Blumberg. He's an actor who's been living in London for the past 10 years, but he's just moved back to Cardiff. And on the episode today, you're just going to hear us chat about his background and what he's up to at the minute. I hope you all enjoy. Hi, okay? <laughs> Great. Yes. So, tell our audience Ooh. you're originally from Barry. I
1: am indeed. I'm originally you... from Barry.
0: One of three? Oh, I made that. One I'm two. one of
1: three. now yeah. I have got two older brothers. I'm the baby. <gasps>
0: you're the baby.
1: I am. Yeah.
0: Which I find quite funny, actually. Maybe I didn't because you're older than me. Yeah. Maybe that's probably what it is. It's just because you're older than me um, that I Directly automatically think older. you're. Do you think? No, I I'm think very
1: I'm very mature for a baby. Really My well. older brothers are much less mature than I really? am. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely.
0: Um, I just think the first time we met, i was mm. just come out of uni. You were an actor. You'd been in the business like <laughs> six years after drama, or seven years after drama school. Oh. And I'd just come into the industry kind of baby, not really knowing what on earth was going on. Yeah. And you were just... Yeah, you're just so lovely. Aw, But that's why I wanted to interview you. Well, you know.
1: Because you're I'm so happy
0: nice. i to do it. I'm you're just, happy just so, to lo- do that's it. it. That's the only reason. I thought you are so lovely. Um, but yeah, so you, yeah, you were born in Barry.
1: I was born in Barrie. Um, my mum is from Penarth. My dad is from Barry Island. Um. He's actually from the island, which not many people are. Um, They're all a bit inbred. I shouldn't say that because they're my family. But, <laughs> like, a lot of my family live on the island. My, my nan was one of seven sisters. Wow. So obviously there's a lot of family then stemmed down from that so a lot of them stayed on the island so mm. a lot of the island I'm related to I don't know a lot of the people yeah. who I'm related to like very often we'll watch on the street with my dad and he'll be like oh that's my cousin and you'll be like oh, really I've never oh, seen them before God. in my life but yeah my dad's got a massive family mm. um, and then my mum is one of four from Penarth, and they ended up in the middle ground of Barry mm. and yeah one of three uh, my mum and dad don't speak Welsh um, my grandma spoke Welsh, my mum's mum spoke Welsh, so we were sent to our school, all three of us, because mum was always a bit gutted that she didn't yeah. know how to speak it. It was weird actually my schooling because I there was the nursery I went to was called Koydrodin and we were the last year my year were the last year in Koydroddin. Then we had a new a different school called Saint Francis for years one and two and we were the last year in Saint Francis. And they closed both schools and made it into a full on primary school mm. from nursery upwards. Yeah. And then we were the first year in my in my secondary school, oh
0: yeah, so we were like this
1: weird year of like starts and finishes which yeah. was odd. and it was great. I loved school, did you yeah, it was... Because we were the first year in there we built up the school we were always the oldest, so oh, yes, you we were just really happen, yeah. lucky, and all the teachers were quite young and like starting out in their careers so there wasn't by the like by sixth form there wasn't much of a gap between us mm-hmm. and our teachers we just like pals with them all oh, which it. people find really odd that i was mixed with my teachers but i'm like whatever they were, they were fun yeah and then i left school and went to london i mm. i auditioned for a couple of drama schools um i auditioned for a welsh college i auditioned for mount view, and then i got into mount view and i knew if i got into a college my mum wouldn't let me go because ah, oh, really she it was, cheap, it was much cheaper yeah so uh, it was all on Mountview and I was hoping and hoping and I got in and I still, I, I was waiting to hear whether I got a scholarship or not and I was mm. just like panicking because I thought if I don't get a scholarship I can't afford can't, it because yeah. it was like, it was like 30 grand, it was ridiculous. For a year? For three years. Oh,
0: okay. Like, <laughs> 10 <laughs> grand a year but
1: with a scholarship. So they, uh, there was 40 people supposed to be in the start of the year, but a few people dropped out so I think there was about 35, 36 in my year to start and in, in, in the end and then a few people dropped out because of illnesses and stuff. Mm. Um, I think like 33 of us graduate, 32 of us. Um, and 15 of those people, so just under half, mm. were offered a Dada ah,
0: yeah. Which is a
1: Dance and Drama Award, which is a scholarship. They, they which, can kind I of say,
0: just sounds so. I'm so sorry. Ear-freshed I pause then because Tom's here fresh. <laughs> <Right on. laughs> no, uh, it just sounds so dramatic, doesn't it? You've it got does. a Dada, a Dada. A Dada,
1: a <laughs> Dada. Um, so you got it. I got it. Amazing. Um, and I wouldn't be able to go to school without it, actually. Because yeah. um, at the moment, I just, just didn't mm. have the money for it. So, that paid for £27,000 of my degree. <gasps> That's They crazy. ended up having to pay just regular
0: Fee, degree fees. fees. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, like... What, like um,
0: three grand or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that.
1: Across the three years. So, I was very, very lucky. The downside of it was you weren't allowed to get a student loan because you'd already got so much uh. money to help you with your fees. But... We worked around that
0: and yeah yes yeah, funny, yeah. isn't it it's because i always found that difficult in uni is you know if you get a scholarship or whatever mm. you still have to live
1: oh, totally. and especially
0: in london, london it's so expensive and
1: i worked so much it was it was weird because also drama school hours are different to uni hours mm. we were there nine till six every day
0: yeah
1: um and rehearsals after after college some days and we were in sometimes on the weekend so i worked at the odeon
0: Oh,
1: amazing. Love to have
0: seen you with a little hat on. It was hilarious. <laughs> so I, I
1: joined the Odeon in Cardiff before I left when I was in sixth form. And then I, for the first year, I used to work when I came back in the holidays. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Because I was like, I can't do this during term time. It's just too much. Yeah, And then I was finding, actually, after a year of doing it, I was lucky because some of my friends still work there, so they'd just get me back in when I was home. Um, I found that, actually, it was worse not having any break so then, I decided for second year I'd work all the weekends, and then when we had holidays, I'd actually have a holiday. Yeah. And have a couple of weeks off doing nothing and not working. So I then got transferred to the Odeon in Muswell Hill in London. Nice. Which was really nice. It was boring because only three screens, but it was really chill and yeah. And then, um, yeah, I worked fourteen-hour shifts on a Saturday and Sunday. Oh, bless and then, you. And then, then did a Friday in college. It was yes. quite full on actually working through college. It was. Busy time, especially my second year, because mm. second year in, in drama school is very, very heavy. Really? Yeah, you had a lot. Like they were just
0: sort of like, prepping you for your final year and yeah, sort of getting all that totally. ready. to But there do. was like
1: six things to learn oh. per day, and you go home in the night and you'd be like, okay, I've got to learn a monologue, <laughs> a scene, another scene for TV. I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and there was just so much to do. It was stressful, oh. it was really stressful, but great.
0: Well. It's clear you've always always been a hard worker. And that's kind of what this podcast is about, is talking about what people do now and yeah. the additional stuff on top. Yeah. Because I don't think I know a person who just works one job no. these days. Absolutely. Even if they've got a full time job, they're working yeah. Yeah, yeah. somewhere else because they've got a dream wanting to do something else, or mm-hmm. whether it's whether they're getting paid for the actual yeah, job, you know totally. what I mean? Whether it's writing or something. Yeah. Um so yes, yeah, so you studied in London. Mm hmm you graduated I and did. then you stayed <laughs> in London.
1: I did stay in London for a long time. Very
0: long, so 10 years you are in London.
1: Yeah, just over 10 years, yeah, yeah. which is crazy to yeah. think well, that's gone.
0: But no, you're <sighs> in Cardiff now. I'm back go. in Cardiff. We're in Cardiff at the moment. We are. You've just bought a flat.
1: have just bought a flat, yeah.
0: Which is beautiful. Very happy. <laughs> I'm very jealous. Yeah,
1: it's very good. Um,
0: and yeah, you're working in Cardiff. So at the minute you've got i want to say three jobs
1: i've got it's, it's a bit weird so i i've got a jo- i work for a dating app mm-hmm. um as a moderator for them so i answer their emails and monitor for them Motive. basically um i also work in a theater box office which is great and flexible and freelance and it's wonderful mm-hmm. um and then i just do bits and bobs to try and make some extra money like here and there things pop up all the time this week i did some radio stuff i went on and talked about the top tips of working on a dating app for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, and I did like a um top picks of the television as well. And then uh, I also do audio books for RNIB, for the National Institute of the Blind. So <laughs> things come up.
0: Yeah. So yeah. When you graduated, hmm. you got a job quite quickly, didn't you, after you? Yeah,
1: you? I was lucky. I, um, I graduated, I actually started my first acting job the week after I graduated. No way, it was yeah. that soon. Yes.
0: Wow.
1: I mean, we finished officially in like, the June.
0: Yeah. And then I graduated in the yeah. September.
1: And I had a few nice auditions. In fact, on my graduation day, I had an audition.
0: No way. In London? In London. Or in did you London. Have to, like, oh, at least you're in the right
1: Yeah, country. although I was really annoyed because like, I hate being clean shaven. I've got this really weird thing uh, where I like having a little bit of stubble. Yeah. And it was for the Disney Channel. It was to be a presenter on a Disney no Channel way. Arts and Crafts <laughs> TV show. It's actually a really funny story. So I got there. And I was chatting to the casting director beforehand, Jane Ripley, who casts Skins. So I was like, oh. this is really cool to meet you, but not in this context, because I don't want to be a kids TV presenter. Yeah. So it's annoying that I'm not auditioning for you for, for an acting of like skins. job. Yeah yeah, 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 But I was still like, you know, it's good to meet her. And um, it was me and this other guy. That's another weird story. It was me and this other guy <laughs> um, sat in the reception area of the Disney Channel in London, which was really cool. And she came in and she's like, Hi, I'm the casting director. We're like, Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And she said, um, So, do you understand what's happening here today? What the setup of this TV show is? And we're like, No, we don't know anything at all, as per usual. And um, she was like, It's an arts and crafts program, and they've already recorded uh, a version of it in Argentina in um, Portuguese? No, think- Spanish. No, it was Brazil. It was Portuguese. <laughs> They'd already filmed it in Brazil. I think you've told me about this before. I might well have. <laughs> And it was in Portuguese, and she was like, basically, we've already filmed the whole thing, but we don't want to have to re-film the guy doing the arts and crafts bits close up. So we want to keep the hands of the Portuguese guy making the stuff, and then cut to somebody speaking in English, for the English version. And in the breakdown, all it said was, brown hair, brown eyes. That was it, which I have. Yeah. But I don't have Portuguese. I don't have Brazilian skin. skin. Like I don't. I'm pasty as anything. Pale. I'm very pale. So I was like, I don't have. I don't have tanned skin at all. Like yeah. people who live in Brazil have brown, like lovely tanned skin because they live in the sun. Yeah. And I was like, that is not me. So she was like, oh, know it's fine. You get two weeks before we start filming to get a tan to make you look a bit. And I was like, I need more two weeks. Look how pasty <laughs> I am. I need about four months to get anywhere near Brazilian skin. So um. And then I looked into the guy who was, who was going in after me and he had quite like olivey skin. And yeah. I was like, you're going to get this. <laughs> he was like, really? I was like, I'm rooting for you because I am got a chance. I am going to open hell. So went in and did it. And I was like, I'm not going to get it. And it was annoying because I had to clean shave. And then I went oh, to my graduation. And yeah. all my graduation picks, I look ridiculous. Mm. And then that was that. Weirdly then, I had a showreel done a couple of years ago with one of my friends. And he, had, he was doing showreels with one of his mm. mates. And he came to Wales to do it because I was back home for a few months. And they turned up and I was like, I really recognise him. I don't know where I recognise him from. And he was the guy in the audition.
0: No Yeah. Way. And I was like,
1: I really recognise you. And he was you like, I recognise you too. Him. No, so I, I wasn't in the audition with him. I was just sat in the waiting room with him. Yeah. And I did a showreel. He was recording. Oh, he filmed it. Yeah, it him film? and my oh. friend Rui were um, like working together on a showreel business to create them. And he... Came down to stay for the for one night in Wales to do my show real in Wales, and like for the first day, I was like, I really recognise you, and he was like, Yeah, you too. And then suddenly we were in the middle of filming, and I was like, I know who you are. He was like, What? I like, I remember where you're from, and he was like, Where? And I was like, You auditioned for that Disney Channel thing. He was like, Yes, I did. And I was like, I was rooting for you. Yeah. Did you get it? He was like, No. I was like, Oh my god. But yeah, how weird. What a small world. That is. So yeah, that was my weird. Disney Channel story. But yeah, so, so I did that, and then I got the round round
0: round
1: yes. If any of you have watched it, on S4C. we see. So it was a bit of a weird transitional time, round a because because um, I first came into it as a student teacher. And then Your character now is a character, student teacher, yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah. And I was only contracted for six months to start, because they had uh, a few characters who were students, so I went mm-hmm. to live with them in the student house, and that was that. And then... <coughs> um, I left. I didn't leave. They were filming in chunks of like eight months. So I had six months and then they they had a break in filming for before the next series. Mm -hmm. And I did a little show with Alec Gorg, a theatre company. And we did like a summer tour Mm of a show called The Bobbinogs, which was the CBB's That sounds the absolute
0: cutest thing. It was cute. It was really fun. (laughs) The Bobbinogs. And
1: while I was on that tour, I got a call from Run saying, we want you to come back as a series regular, and we're going to make you a drama teacher who gets a job at the school after being Ah. a student teacher. So I was like, amazing, that's great. And weirdly as well, the setup of Run changed that year because they were like, we're also changing into an official soap. We'll be filming Ah. all year round. And it'll be shown all year round and it'll be an actual soap. And it was moving from like 6pm to 7.30, mm-hmm. I think. So I was like, amazing, this is great. So it was a real good development time for Undrowned. And also, I I was 21 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they brought in two new characters who both lived with me then in the show. Um, Shana Dwin and Anna Margan, mm-hmm. who were both sort of similar age to me. Um and brought in a kind of new demographic for Undroned because before then it had been very much the kids and their oh, parents okay. yeah. and there were no real characters Middle of age. sort of mid-twenties yeah. age and suddenly they brought in a few characters in that of that age and it went down really well like people mm. really responded to it and, and liked it and now well, they've got a load of characters in their twenties in it because I think they realised that was a real gap in the market mm. they weren't filling So.
0: And I'm guessing so you were at North Wales then?
1: North Wales, Manly Bridge. Did you live
0: in North Wales?
1: I lived in London.
0: Right. Still. So you're still in London. I
1: commuted. <gasps> um, oh my goodness. Yeah, but...
0: I won't even go to North Wales. <laughs> I know. Do you from know what Cardiff. the wheel It's
1: easier to get to, to North Wales from London than it is from Cardiff. Because no the roads way. are better. They're, they're ah. like... Proper motorways, not roads. That English mountain many, roads, in it. <laughs> totally. So, um, it takes the same amount of time. It's ridiculous. No way. Yeah, and the train's quicker because it's a Because it's just a more direct train. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we filmed in blocks, so it was quite nice because we'd have three, four weeks filming and then two weeks off or whatever. Ah. So, there was enough time.
2: To That's why back. I
1: enjoyed London yeah. and I enjoyed being because I didn't really know anyone in North Wales and mm. everyone in London had their own family and friends. Mm luckily ellen who was in it with me was from south wales and she was in the same boat and we got on very well because we were like we don't know anyone <laughs> so we, my friend, it my was friend. weird yeah <laughs> we lived together in the show and off the show yeah um just like our imitating life it was really fun uh yeah and i commuted and then after three years of that i was like i just can't commute it's, anymore yeah. and also because i i was lucky in getting it straight after from school but as an actor you want to do lots of different jobs and I was yeah. like, I haven't been able to do any other jobs and no. I really want to do other jobs and it's a shame because if I'd have got that when I was older and I was ready to settle mm. and it was a dream job, it's yeah. such a great job if you're a bit older and that's all you want to do but I didn't, I wanted to no. do more so I, weird you hand in your notice what was that um, like, so what?
0: So you made the decision to leave, I made the
1: decision and they called you up at the end of every uh, series because mm-hmm. even though it was going on on TV indefinitely, they still treat the certain, is short. yeah as a series. Yeah. So they called me up and said, do "You want to go stay on for another series? We'd like you to stay for another series." And I just said, "I'm actually ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been amazing, and I'm so grateful. But I just would love to do mm-hmm. some other stuff." Yeah, I was just like, "I'm I'm ready to go." And the weird thing about your notice on a soap is, you tell them you want to leave. And then they have to write you out. Yeah, I know. It takes You're like waiting. six months. Yeah, 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 And then by the time... that We filmed like six months in advance as well. So by the time... From the time that I said I wanted to leave to yeah. the time I actually left in the TV show, the a whole weird. year passed.
2: Yeah.
1: Which is a really long notice period. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it was weird. It's actually... I'm really glad I left when I did because mm-hmm. they, suddenly they were like... Because I, I was not getting many storylines and I was a bit like... It's very mundane. Like as much as it's a great job and it's good mm. money and all that stuff, I'm not really doing kind of in key storylines no yeah, I was yeah. kind of like secondary in the big storylines yeah and then for my last six months they like rinsed Ramped my character <laughs> they were like how many storylines can we get out of this guy and I just got to do loads of great yeah. things it was really cool I had a gay storyline which was quite a big deal at the mm. time um, what year was this? this was, was 2012
0: <laughs> I think 12? yeah that yeah. sounds about right in my yeah head. I think yeah. it was
1: um and then there was a storyline where I was accused of hitting one of the kids in the school and I was um, suspended it was yeah. very dramatic. Yeah, but yeah, so it was really nice to have these big storylines before I left. Mm. Um, Go out with a bang. Yeah, and that <laughs> was it. And then I left and it was terrifying.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I've just got like, freelance now and it's oh, like... Ah!
1: Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Like, terrifying to just be in a safe job with really good money yeah. in, and then suddenly you're like, whoa, this is the abyss. Mm. I'm back to London full-time and, oh, it was really scary. I got to London and I needed an in-between job to keep me going. And I worked for a few months <laughs> at a nursery place called Jimbury. No with little
0: With little kids. I hated it.
1: <laughs> it was with little kids, but basically there were classes for... Parents, parents and their and kids, kids. Oh, yeah. singing silly songs and all the parents looking at you like, what, See, what are you I on? think if you
0: had a kid, you'd be there totally yeah, like, i yeah. but if you haven't got oh, kids, I mean, just, it's like, what on earth? Yeah, totally. Uh, if they but, sing but, Bits of Spider one more time. Exactly, and also, <laughs> the kids
1: get to a certain age and the parents just kind of forget that they're meant to be, like the whole point of the classes is bonding with their kids. Mm. Some of the parents just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm no, done. you go over yeah, you play Yeah, you entertain with them. The them. Yeah. So I hated that. I did that for about a month. And then I was really lucky. One of my friends worked as a dresser on Billy Elliot. Um, and yes. I forgot you did that. Yeah, and then I became a dresser for a bit. We were about? We're about
0: 2015, are we? In your 20, life story. 20, 2016. 2016. Yeah. 2016. So, you've been in London. you finished with Round and Round. You've been a dresser on a couple of shows. You did yep. a couple of shows with Theatre Cloyd. Yeah, And then you decided to move back to Wales.
1: Yes, I had... A strange time to start of 2016. My, both my grandparents on my mum's side passed away within about mm. two, three months of each other. So when my grandpa died, I felt really like horrible not being at home. Mm. And then I knew my grandma was ill and I knew when she died it was just going to be hard work. Yeah. So I just felt a real longing to be at home. And I also was selling a flat at the time in London. And just not feeling very good about being in London. So mm. I decided to move back home. Uh, for a bit and weirdly i had a job lined up with theatre in an yes i also had a job lined up with randomly um the royal Welsh college of music and drama oh. um i did a a really, a really weird job um it was called Shelley and the rat man
0: i think i've heard of this you might have told it me i don't it was
1: ridiculous but right. great um it was at it was in castle cork it was a site-specific show and it was for the design students on the Royal Rouse-Royal ah. Drama course. And they created their own puppets. Okay. And they had to perform as the puppets. Part of their course was like learning how to bring a puppet to life mm. as well. So they weren't performers. And the only performers in it, there was one girl who's on the third year acting course. And they couldn't find any boys who could do it because it was over the summer holidays. Right. So they paid me Somebody, to come yeah. in. Um, and I was the rap man. <laughs> and really? I had to rap.
0: No. Do you yeah. remember the rap? No. Even if you do You're not going to say yes Because you don't yes. want me to do it <laughs>
1: Sorry um, so yeah. And moving on <laughs> So yeah So I That was really fun And then I did And then I did uh, um, The Amazing Adventures of, of Wallace Bates
0: Yeah The Amazing Adventures of Wallace and Bates What was it in Oh goodness An Antiriathai An and, and her girl Wallace and Bates Oh, I loved that which show. Which was really fun. So well, I was a production assistant on that show and yeah, you were an actor and that's yeah. how we met. Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> uh, I remember doing a warm-up with you. you like a I did a ballet, ballet warm-up. warm-up <laughs> with just me and Tom Gimbrim, which was comedy gold.
0: It was just, yeah, it was just like, I just remember. I'm feeling remember. so awful for making you do it as well. Because no, it
1: was great. I loved it. Yeah. We loved it. We had did such you? a lot. Okay, yeah, that's I mean, good. Good. we were laughing the whole time. It was oh great. yeah,
0: it wasn't a serious. Clip. Yeah, it wasn't a serious ballet woman. It was just. Yeah. It was just funny. watching do Tom Doing it, it was the yeah. comedy. Oh, Tom Wimgren, the, the like a little baby giraffe. He was
1: hilarious. Oh, he's
0: lash, bless him.
1: So yeah, so we did that, and it was really fun because we got to do it in East stuff yeah. and we did it for a week at the museum, which was yeah, so cool. The the little like Victorian. Mm. I don't know what you call it, lecture theater.
0: Was it? Yeah, it's, well, they've got a theater. In yeah, it was
1: amazing. Museum. And and it was so good for that show, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: it was all. Yeah, it was all in that era, like Victorian sort yeah. of architecture was still there. And the little garden
1: at the back. Yeah. We so took the, the kids out. No,
0: yeah. So what? So Alfred Russell Wallace is came up with the theory of evolution mm-hmm. at the same time as Darwin. And you played Bates, though Wallace's friend. Yeah. And then the kids went outside to the garden. They could look for bugs, yeah. in this sort of. It was amazing, like, it was like an, garden, an urban it? garden, wasn't it? Urban yeah. garden in the middle of Cardiff. that <coughs> I didn't even really know was there, but it's <coughs> really no. obvious. It's yeah, now, And now every time I pass it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the garden. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was really I fun. I loved that
1: show. It was so much fun. And then uh, when I finished that, I decided, I sold my flat and I had some money and I was like, right, I want to do something fun with some of this money. Mm. So I decided to do a trip to America. <gasps> yes. Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> so I went um, with my other half, Dan, mm-hmm. to, um, we did an East Coast tour first oh. off. So I went to see my uncle first in Toronto, because mm. um, he lives there. And then we went down to Chicago, and we went down to Washington DC, and then we came back up through Gettysburg to Philadelphia. Then we flew up to Boston. Then we hired a car and drove around Boston to Cape Cod and all of the okay. like places around Boston, which was really beautiful. And then we got a train down to New York. And then Dan stayed for a week and he left. And then I stayed for an extra, basically, two months.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, six weeks, I think it was. Because mm. I did a course at the Strasbourg Institute, yes. which I, again, decided with some of the money I made from my flat, I wanted to do something productive yeah. and something towards my career. So I did, yeah, an intensive course for just over about five weeks at mm. the Strasbourg Institute, which was amazing.
0: Yeah, and how did you apply for that? How did you find out about I it? Applied, what, you know?
1: So weirdly, two girls from my, when I was at Mount View, two girls on my course did the same mm. thing just after we finished Mount View. Right. And, um, and they said they had an amazing time. And it's about method acting. is right. all about method acting. And it's something that in the UK we don't really touch on. Because mm. everyone's no, scared I, of it. I, yeah, I,
0: yeah there's, <laughs> that, there's that sort of stereotypical kind of... Yeah. You'll go crazy if you live in your park Exactly. The but then, door, really, it's
1: nothing to do with that. Yeah. And I think it's sort of a common misconception that people think method acting means you, you live and breathe your role. Mm. But actually, it has nothing to do with it. Method acting is to do with using your own senses to create a feeling which will then bring on an emotion Ah. so rather than trying to feel sad you would think of a time when you felt sad Mm -hmm. think of how you felt at that time Mm -hmm. using your senses or using your sense of touch and smell Mm -hmm. and all that stuff you would try and recreate that time in your in your body to then try and recreate that feeling so you'd have triggers then you can use on stage to Mm -hmm. make you feel
0: a certain way the feeling that, yeah.
1: so because like usually rather than right I need to be sad in this scene mm. you'd be like okay how did I feel then physically that will bring that and so, and also sometimes emotions manifest themselves in different ways yeah you have the same feeling and all of the like outside factors are the same things like the touch and the smell and the mm. taste whatever but sometimes that emotion will manifest itself in a different way mm. so for example if somebody dies suddenly and you're sad you're not always going to cry if you're sad sometimes you'll feel numb sometimes you'll feel angry sometimes Mm -hmm. you'll feel lots of different things so the whole point of method acting which i thought was really interesting was rather than trying to feel sadness every time that you just physically put yourself in that place Mm -hmm. and then whatever comes up from that you felt that night yeah it would would keep it fresh and different every night so there were lots of bits of it that were a bit Mm. went a bit over my head and i was like this isn't useful it's for not great me. for
0: you yeah yeah but
1: a lot of it was really useful and mm. a lot of it i still use and i think it was really interesting going back to training after having acted as a professional actor for a few years because mm. i knew how i worked by that point mm. and so you can pick and choose like when i was at Mountview, i was like i need I all this information all this. Yeah. yeah and it was really nice to be like that's useful that's not yeah and know what would work for me and it was just it was just a really cool course. Yeah. I had I learned some really cool things. I met some lovely people. It was just interesting.
0: Yeah, it's I mean I remember seeing the pictures and great. I was just sat like back in the UK. Yeah. I was
1: like, Oh It, it was did. great. I got, I got to explore a lot. It was cool because it was mostly evening classes, so I had a lot of time.
0: Oh, so you loads of time in the day. to, oh, that's to brilliant. explore.
1: And I was it was weird, my one of my best mates from around Shana had just moved to New York.
0: Oh my goodness, didn't you say you went and somebody knew about Roads and round yes. in New York? Yeah. Please, you have to it tell people this weird. story.
1: Because was oh. it Halloween or my... Yeah, me and Sean Ed, So we went out on Halloween. It was my last day on, on the course. Mm. So I had class and I had a really nice time, had some drinks with the people on the course. And then we went, I met with Sean Ed. We were dressed as the, um, the sticky bandits from Home Alone.
0: Oh yes, that was Hilarious. your costume. Yeah, and... I remember you talk about pancakes a lot. Maybe do you have pancakes every I day? Pancakes but anyway, all the time. that's another that's, that's another story, issue. yeah.
1: That's why I fat. That's how I got fat, folks. Um, yeah, and we went out. We went to uh, Chelsea area. Um, it was mad. Like every every adult you saw was dressed up. Yeah, I know. I've I'm never up. seen anything like it's it. Crazy. And we had a great time. We went for a drink somewhere. We had food somewhere. I think which, like about half past eleven at night we were sat in this restaurant having food. everybody was dressed up, but it was weird and then we decided to go to this place. it's called Marie's Crisis Cafe, right, which I've been to a couple of times because people told me about it and I was like, "Oh, it sounds really stagey. I don't really want to go. Mm. basically it's a musical theater bar where there's a piano, and somebody oh, plays show tunes, and everybody sings along. <laughs> right So we that's went there and I was brilliant. really drunk first of all, when I first got there with people from my course, and I was like, "This is fun when you're drunk, yeah." Whatever. Then I went again with them. And I was like, why am I here again? And then we were drunk on Halloween. I was like, let's go to Marie's Crisis Cafe. <laughs> so me and Charlotte went. The first cool thing that happened there was Titus Burgess was there. As in the guy from Kimmy Schmidt.
0: No yeah, way. Who was,
1: um, who was Sebastian on The Little Mermaid on Broadway. Oh my god! And we sang The Little Mermaid. <gasps> and he sang Under the Sea with us. And I was like, this, this is, is a just life This is surreal. Moment yeah. that nobody's no ever going to believe but it was amazing because he goes there just like socially. Just to chill. Yeah. <laughs> and then we were really, we're like, we were just out of it. And we were sat in the corner chatting and laughing and being stupid because mm. we were really drunk. And we were speaking Welsh with each other, as we do. And this slightly peculiar woman <laughs> sat next to us on the road. And she was like, hi, guys. And we were like, hi. And she was like, "Um, what language are you speaking? And we were like, uh, Welsh. She's like, oh, I thought you were speaking... Uh, Swedish, and we were like, "No, no, it's Welsh." And then she got really excited, and she was like, "I um, I love Welsh," and we were like, "What?" Yeah. She was like, "I did a course on Celtic languages," Brilliant. and we were like, "Wow, okay, cool." Still kind of thinking she's a bit old. She's
0: yeah, yeah.
1: On her own in this cafe at three o'clock in the morning on Halloween. Dressed
0: up Halloween. Bit yeah.
1: strange. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah." And we learned all about your culture and. The things that, and you've got your own TV channel, right? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, and, I, and you've got your own like TV uh, soaps and all sorts of stuff. And we were like, yeah, we do. And she was like, and there's that famous Welsh soap, and we obviously thought she was gonna say Public Yeah. because everyone knows Public yeah And we were like, yeah, yeah. And she, she went round and round, and me and Shanet, who were both in round and were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and when suddenly she went from being this weirdo in the bar to being our best friends, best, like, we were like let's you on friend. facebook <laughs> like,
0: are you still I friends know. with her on facebook yeah excellent i am and she'd actually seen you though had not she yeah in her classes yes she's watched an her episode. Her it was love it
1: weird love like it. of all the people in new york she was from new york she was yeah yeah
0: she was american she wasn't from here no she was from there yeah <laughs> it was bizarre
1: it was bizarre <laughs> But super cool. I had an amazing, amazing, amazing time. It was really fun.
0: So, we're just going to finish off the podcast now. Yeah. So, we were in New York studying, which I'm very jealous about still. Which
1: was great. And then I came back, moved back to London after a little trip to Florida just for fun. Just, a, yeah, throw it in there. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, when I was back in London, weirdly, I started getting jobs back in Wales. Mm. And I did a tour with Gore. And I'd realised that year, I had this money saved in my account from when I sold my flat in London. And I was like, I can't afford to buy on my own mm. in London again. Um, and I had six months of the year where I was on tour. And I was like, I'm paying rent in London and I'm not even living in London. Yeah. So I'd thrown like four grand away in rent. And I was like, this is stupid. Something needs mm. to change. So... Um, my other half Dan is from Middlesbrough and I had to persuade him to move to Cardiff <laughs> so yeah so eventually he came around and realised you know the difference between paying £500 each in rent mm-hmm. in London for a bedroom
2: mm.
1: and paying 230 quid between us for a two bedroom flat in Cardiff yeah. was ridiculous mm-hmm. and also you're paying into something and if you're on tour it doesn't matter because you're, still paying, you're mortgage.
0: still paying into yeah yeah yeah
1: so yeah we decided after I finished that tour I changed agents at the start of the year to a London agent, so I felt like I had that connection in London and was like, Right, I'm going to move back to Cardiff. I've got that connection in London with my agent, I'm just going to mm. give it a crack and come back and have some, you know, downtime really. Not forever, maybe, but for the time for being. Now, yeah, So, yeah, came back to Cardiff. Weirdly, got a job uh, on a play called 2023 at Chapter last year mm-hmm. when I moved back, which was just perfect timing. Yeah, um, and I had a brilliant time. I had a lovely, lovely time working with Richard Ellis, which was wicked. Um, Playing his husband, which was absolutely hilarious. I think you guys
0: would make a really cute couple as well. It was hilarious.
1: (laughs) We had a really fun time. And um, Steph Back, who is a deaf actress from Cardiff. Mm -hmm. She's actually not from Cardiff. She lives in Cardiff. Uh, She was great as well. Mm -hmm. Very interesting working with her um, and seeing how that works. The whole BSL world Mm -hmm. uh, was incredible. And then, uh, yeah, I've just been back here auditioning. I'm um, doing some bits and bobs on my own. I've started writing some of my own stuff. Yes. So yeah, that's Here I Am.
0: Do you want to talk about Isn't your writing? Really yeah, I can do, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I writing... think it's really exciting Thanks. what you're writing.
1: Thanks very much. Well, I'm so... writing a um, like a comedy drama for S4C. Um, and the exciting thing about it is there's two lead characters that drive the drama. Um, and one of them is a gay guy um, in his late 20s. <laughs> oh. Ironic. Um, <laughs> I wonder who that's about. <laughs> yeah, what about making your own work? So you know, I'm kind of writing it for me to for me to do it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to write something where the focus isn't that he's in a gay relationship, and more that he's just a guy who is living his life. Really. Yeah. I just feel like there's not enough drama about gay characters where relationships aren't the focus. Yeah. Um. Cause it's not about him being gay, it's about his life, it's just about him living day to day. There is a drama that happens, he does.
0: It's obviously part of it, you can't. Yeah. It's a key, you know, it's a. It's
1: part of his life, but it's not. It's not the focus. The focus of it. Yeah. And I find a lot of gay themed things are about the relationship, mm-hmm. and about. A lot of it's always about sexual relationships, and I just didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's not at all about that, really. It's yeah. more about. Basically, he has a one night stand with a woman by accident because he's spiked in a club yeah. and she ends up getting pregnant and having a baby and he doesn't find out until the baby's three months old. And then it's just about him finding out and dealing with that. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's an interesting concept.
0: I, I think, no, you've told me quite yeah, about that. Like, I'm yeah. really excited.
1: Yeah, I think it would be good. So you yeah. need to get it done. You need to get it written and, and pitched and hopefully made. Who knows? Who
0: knows? But yeah,
1: yes. so It's exciting. So Excellent. that's the future.
0: Okay. So, thank you, Tom. So to welcome. finish the podcast, Yes. I'm going to get you to finish three sentences for okay. me. Okay. Are we ready? They're I'm, not difficult sentences. I'm ready. And they could be, well, some of them are work, some of them are just general. You can decide what.
2: Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. ready? So the first one is, the highlight of my job is?
1: The highlight of my job is telling stories to other people and allowing them to escape from real life just stop, stop I that's lovely. what I, being an actor is yeah. about for me is storytelling if I always find if I don't enjoy a piece of theater it's because I'm not interested in the, the story, story yeah. and it doesn't matter if it's a musical if it's a play if it's a dance piece anything there's not an interesting mm. story you've yes, lost probably, me yeah. even if the music's amazing and yeah. the choreography's amazing if the story's boring I just don't care I just yeah. think you have to have an interesting story mm-hmm. and that's that's the most exciting thing for mm-hmm. me as an actor is, is being able to tell stories
0: good stories
1: yeah good stories interesting way and like I say I go to the theatre to escape for a bit mm. and I think that's what's nice because you're like I'm playing a part in that escapism for somebody yeah. else and that's really nice so yeah nice good answer
0: thanks strong answer and the second one is In five years time
1: In five years time I will be earning a living as an actor I won't be doing mm-hmm. any in between jobs Yeah Um, I don't think I'll be in Cardiff anymore No I think I, hopefully I'll have a base in Cardiff Always because my family are here Yeah but I think I'll probably be back in London mm-hmm. And hopefully in a flat House that I've bought myself
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I'm paying a mortgage on, and feeling like I'm progressing.
0: Yeah,
1: all the time. I don't ever want to feel like I'm just settling for stuff. I want yeah. to always feel like I'm doing something new. Mm. And that might not even be acting. I don't know. Yeah. But it.
0: Well, if you're writing now, that might. Yeah, exactly. I and... just,
1: I just want to be doing something that I'm passionate about. Nice. Yeah.
0: And the final one is. I'm happiest
1: when. Weirdly, I think I'm happiest when I'm travelling. Oh, really? Yeah, I love, don't get me wrong, I love acting. And I yes. love it as a as a career choice. And I, like, I am very happy when I'm performing something that I yeah. love. But I don't think there's anything like the buzz of going to a new place and exploring it. Yeah. I'm a big history buff and I love learning about mm. places when I go to them. And I don't know, I just, like, there's nothing I look forward to more than going on a trip
0: yeah because is that excitement a
2: nerve. Like yeah
1: going? exactly yeah. like you get excited about job but there's always the like nerves about it is yeah. it going to be good there's a pressure whereas you're going on a trip there's no pressure you're just yeah. like i'm just going to go and enjoy it and there's just so much world to see so i think yeah i'm happiest when i'm exploring a new place and traveling and not the actual traveling i hate flying <laughs> So the I like actual, when I get there. yeah, I like when I get there when I'm in another country exploring. Not when I'm traveling on the plane because that makes me really sad and scared. Oh um, no! It's fine. It's not. I'm. I'm not that bad. But I just don't really like it. Yeah. Get a bit apprehensive because you're in a metal box in the sky. You know. Yeah, there we are. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that's. Sorry, that was like a
0: nervous laugh. That was, yeah. Like I'm totally nervous.
1: Yeah, I'm with time. you. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably it. Exploring oh. a new city and learning and.
0: Well, thank you so much. Thank you, so for nice. For being my first guest. So it's nice. It's been really lovely. It's
1: like talking for Britain.
0: but it's been Talking great. for Britain. No, no, I love it. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> well, a huge thank you to my first guest, Tom. It was brilliant sitting down with him for a cuppa and having a chat if you want to follow him on twitter and instagram i'll pop the links for that um on the bottom of the description and thanks so much to you guys for listening you can keep up to date with everything going on at have another cuppa on our instagram our twitter or our facebook and also our website i'll put links to that at the bottom in the description so check them out and please if you enjoyed today remember to subscribe